Hey guys, we're back with another episode of Let's See Where It Takes Us. Um, I'm Maya, if you don't know that yet. And I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Sawyer. What's up, guys? Uh, welcome back to the show. Um, for starters, for this episode, we have a very, very special guest, uh, Mr. Connor Michael Smith. Uh, hi. <laughs> What's up, guys? How's it going? So, um, I think one of the questions that we received the most was how are you dealing with being an artist and dealing with a pandemic at the same time? Like, how is that like affecting you? How have you been with that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, it's, it's been probably like the worst experience ever but also like i i'd be lying if there wasn't a silver if i said there wasn't a silver lining to it all the um i mean the just the fact that you know being an artist and especially being someone like me who like i really care a lot about the fans and and the fans are like the most important thing to me and so to not be able to see anybody and kind of have to live through the internet is like the most awful I think way of living life just in general. And so there's, there's definitely been days where I'm just like, what am I doing? Like, am I, I, you never know if you're doing the right thing. I never know if I'm being productive enough. If I have enough music to record when I'm done with this, I never know if like I'm ahead of this person or these people are ahead of me. Like, where do I fit in the system? And like, it's so hard when you're just stuck every single day just you live the same day over and over and you don't know when it's going to change um but the silver lining to that would have to be the fact that i've spent my time being home with my family and i've gotten to take the focus off of the career and kind of put it towards the relationships that are in my life and trying to figure out you know which ways that i've been able to which ways that i can improve whether that's music musically whether that's just like like one of the things that I that I've learned recently is that the easiest things for me to do are a lot of times those big like daunting tasks that have to do with my career or music or whatever. So if if you were to tell me like, um, yo, you've got to do Madison Square Garden tomorrow, get a set list <laughs> done, that would be like the easiest thing for me to. Obviously, I'd be like, oh, I got to do this, but it would give me so much motivation to like just get up and start going crazy. Um, now the hardest thing for me to do is when I have that same thing that I'm like, oh, I know I should do this, where it's like, okay, go do the dishes because your mom just cleaned, your mom just cooked. That shit is hard. That That is hard to do. Yeah. Um, and it, it's so funny that, I don't know, I've realized like the things in my life, like the small things um, have had such a big effect on just me as a person. And it's like, um, I, I kind of live by uh, when it comes to my career, I'm, I'm a lot better at this. But like when it just comes to my regular life, it's a little bit harder to do. Like I always tell myself, like, all right, I don't care if we got five people or 50 people. Like if I can do if I can kill a show in front of like 10 people, that means that I'll be ready for a stadium one day. And mm -hmm. I can't get to the stadium if I can't attack this small task right here. But I forget that when it comes to just regular life in general. Like, oh, I want a good relationship. 
with my friends, it's like, all right, then why don't you text them and see how they're doing? And I'm like, I don't want to do that, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's just like small stuff like that that I've that I've picked up. No, I I mean that's a really great way to look at it. Like it's almost been like a forced pause on like your life, right? Like you have to now go do like the normal things that you like just didn't have time for you know which I think is really interesting like talking to different artists and stuff they're like like doing laundry and like these things that like I didn't like do before because I was on tour you know now I have to do that like it's just so I don't know I guess like the little things that me and Sawyer you know that are just so normal for us like we just I hate I mean I hate doing laundry I literally I don't do it but like little things like that you don't realize that like people who are living such a fast-paced you know life like they don't like I don't know yeah yeah that's a good point I mean the you said fast-paced that just like kind of stuck with me because like I mean that that's that's what the whole game is it's like if you want to do music, if you want to do anything, there is just this like constant high and constant rush that you're on. And like, it can just, it can just drain you. But it also it's just like, excuse, excuse your perception of, of what reality is. And, you know, so, and unfortunately sometimes, you know, people get a big ego because of all that. Um, that's something I've been thinking about too a lot is like, um, even, even just the other day I was, I was like really just like, I don't know, I was pissed off cause I was like not doing anything. I don't know when I'm going to be able to do anything. Like, like, I just feel like there's all these walls in front of me and whatnot. And I sat back and I was like, I was like, dude, like, I, I just realized I, I, I watched the, I watched the video. Have you ever seen uh, the game plan with Dwayne Johnson where he's like the dad? Yes. And the little girl? Yes. I watched that. I watched that. Um movie last night and it was in it the whole thing's about um the the character Dwayne Johnson he's like his he's like the king or whatever um how he has all these pictures of himself and all his accolades and then his whole life revolves around himself and his career and his accomplishments and I was just and I, I just watched that yesterday and I was like that's very t- I was thinking how like timely it was because I was starting to like you know get that like bitterness of like they're like, oh well, I should be here. I should be doing this. I should be this. Me, 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 me. Um, and uh, the and the whole point of the movie is that he has a daughter that he hasn't met before who comes into his life and switches his whole perception of what's important. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of what I'm, I guess, trying to condition myself for a little bit, a little bit more, because uh, I don't want to get out there and just have this like inflated head or whatever because i know once we get out of quarantine it's gonna be like boom 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 like like Mm -hmm. all the stuff that i've been wanting to do is gonna be like very fast paced it's it's so easy and even if you're the most humble guy on earth like you do some shows and and you like have have an audience and, and people are coming up to you and saying like oh you saved my life all this stuff there's a little bit of you that, that gets this sort of God complex and I've done my best to try to like keep that as tame as possible. Cause that's just like not reality. And that's not what people relate to. Like people relate to just other people. And if, and if you ever make it seem like you're not, or you don't have the same problems as them or you don't 
piss and shit the same, like, <laughs> that's where you lose people. Yeah. No, I, I think it's so, I talk about this to my friends all the time. I, like, because I'm, you know, I love being a fan of so many artists and, you know, for me, like, I like being able to relate to the people that I support and, you know, know that, like, you relate to their stories and their music and all of that, but I feel like a lot of, like, that fan-artist relationship has turned into, like, idolizing normal human beings, and it, like, so takes bad. the person away from, like, who, like, it takes them away, now I can't even figure out how to speak, it takes away <laughs> the, like, humanness of them, you know? And so I get, like, I get so, like, I can't imagine how that feels to be in the other position, like, put on a platform or, like, a pedestal and have people that, like, look at you like you aren't just another yeah. human being, you know? So, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, I, I a lot of times I wish... I wish that social media didn't exist and I could just do it like the old way where you put out the music and you don't s immediately see what everyone thinks of it. Like uh, the last couple of weeks I've been off social media. I haven't like gone on there at, at all really. And if I have, it's been like on my computer. So I'll, I deleted the app from my phone, logged in and, and whatnot. But like, it's just, it's so bad, dude. And like, like especially putting out music and stuff that you're, you're proud of. Like I, I've just learned that if I really like something um, and I know it in the moment, like, I don't want to tell people about it. I think I, I'd be terrible. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put out any music if I was constantly putting out, like, teasers and, like, what do you guys think? Do you think I should drop this? Like, like I would mm -hmm. never – I don't think I'd put anything out because if I don't – if in my brain – in my head I don't get the exact amount, like, number of people that – I think qualifies for me to put something out like it, that thing's going to go to trash. So, and that, and even that ties in with, um, just people in your life in general. Like I can't tell you how many times I've either had a, a song or an idea and I'll tell somebody about it and they don't give me the response that I think the piece of art deserves. And, uh, that just makes me like, all right, yeah, it's, it's not as, dope as I thought it was or if I know it is on the other hand if it's really that good I'll be like I'll be like no nah, I'm gonna show you why this is the greatest thing ever and, and whatnot but yeah it, it is it, it is very tough like perception of everything and just being subject to thousands of opinions all at once and and like for me like that's the part I hate about Instagram is like you go on there and it's so like polished and perfect and everybody looks at their best yeah. all the time and everyone's got their perfect angle and their perfect like vacation and whatever and like it, it just it, it takes away from real conversations too it's like I was just on the phone with a friend the other day and he was saying how like we're getting to a place like let's say we follow each other on Instagram and I just went to uh like Italy or something cool like that and I'm posting like the whole week and, and I'm like showing off and whatever. I come back and we have a conversation. I'm expecting that you know that I was just in Italy. I'm expecting that you know all the different things that I did. That eliminates one, curiosity, and two, just like 
the the drive to even have a conversation about it because it feels like you've already lived through it through that person's lens like it i i, I go kind of crazy with it like it, it's like i i think about it a lot like that and i just want to get to a place where i don't like i i don't, I don't want to do any of that <laughs> i don't want to do any of that stuff like i'm cool posting like art and and stuff when it's like done and, and i understand that i have a platform and whatnot but um i'd be lying if i said i would be sad if like instagram shut down tomorrow or tiktok or whatever like yeah, yeah. it's i definitely it's, oh go ahead <laughs> Sawyer, you go because i've been talking a lot so Sawyer, i was just gonna say like like, like like <laughs> you brought up tiktok and i was gonna say i definitely think that tiktok tiktok has definitely changed a lot like the way like the the music industry works like if, if a song blows up on TikTok, then it like blows up everywhere. Oh yeah, and, it it has. As someone yeah. who works in the in, like, you don't know this, but I so I work at a company called CrowdSurf, and so I would do like digital marketing and um, publicity with them. So I spend every single day, you know, thinking of ways to like market artists on social media, and it's really interesting because it's just you know it's changed so much since like when I first became a fan of Justin Bieber like it was social media was just like a fun tool that was there but now I feel like it's shifted and it's like social media is like the main thing and it takes away from the actual art of it's like a drive of music it. yeah you know? it can be used as a tool for sure like I I honestly think it's a good thing for the industry and just for just for kids in general who who want to make music like to have like a place like TikTok. Honestly, I think out of all of them, I think TikTok's doing it the best. Um, and and that's just because like when you see a lot of casual stuff, you see a lot of and and it's all like kind of catered to you. Which honestly, the the one downside of it is that like you can spend hours and hours <laughs> on it and not get yes. like and not get bored. But um. I'll say the upside to it is like anyone can blow up. Anyone can have a moment and and have a song take off and change their life because of that app. And I think that's a great thing. I don't think that's something like that should be frowned upon or like, oh, it's a TikTok song, like whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Like if it's if it's a good song and people like it and people are streaming it, I think it deserves recognition. Now, does that mean like this is the best song of all, like, this is the most critically acclaimed, like, no, but those ones are going to cut through, like, I mean, you even, you even have that, uh, the Olivia Rodrigo song that just came yeah, out, just... like, I don't know if, if we're in the old days, that would have to be pushed through radio, and radio people would have to say yes to this, and they'd have to do this, and all this other stuff, but now, she's created it on her own, and the numbers can speak for themselves, and the engagement can speak to themselves, and, and, Know the fans, so um, I think it's a good thing, but it's really easy to get caught up in it, and it's really easy to compare yourself to a bunch of people. And if there's any artists or anything that listens to this or whatever, I would just advise you to keep your head down and make the shit that you love, and then you can go and just go crazy with it. Because you, if you start putting stuff out there you're going to get hit back with one comment that you don't like, and it's going to ruin your whole trajectory and momentum. So, yeah. For sure. Um, what you said reminded me of 
something Shawn Mendes recently said in like an interview, and it was interesting because it got a lot of backlash on Twitter from fans. And he said something about how he put out his album, and he has absolutely no idea like the streaming numbers on it. Like he just he put it out and decided, you know, like I don't want to know how it's doing because the music just it's the music that I wanted to put out, and I'm happy with it. And whether it gets you know, whether it's my most streamed album or two people listen to it, like, you know, that's not what's important. And a lot of people were like, oh, he doesn't care. And I thought that was super interesting because, like, in my head, I was that's like... That's ignorant. They just right? don't know. Like, like, it's like, if you're creating some sort of art, you know, whether it's music or you're a writer or, like, you draw like whatever it is like that's something that comes from you and the purpose of that is creating something that like is meaningful for you if you're creating it because you want fame or like whatever like it takes away like what makes it art you know well it's just like sports like you you're not gonna ask like i'm sure lebron james doesn't know exactly how many points and how many assists and rebounds he scored after every single game he just goes and does his best and plays the game how he wants to play the game and that's he's like sports stars and all that they'll tell you a million times like that's for y'all to talk about like the numbers and all that that's for y'all to talk about like when it comes to like greatest of all time and blah 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 even in and especially like if if you have a fan base like Sean Mendez or or just just anybody like a lot of times numbers can take away from like if something's like actually like really good you know yeah. like sometimes the best like the best songs are the ones that don't have as, as much popularity unfortunately and the ones that are just those quick like ear candies have like 20 million streams and whatnot and so I, I 100% understand where Sean's coming through with that. And people that, you know, would, would, would get on his back for them. One, it's, it's just like that, that's unfortunately the fan base that comes with having a, a, a pop career and being a superstar at that and selling out stadiums. Like that's the type of fan yeah. you get. And they're, they're, don't get me wrong, they're great fans. And, and trust me, like I've, I mean, <laughs> those are my fans. So like, yeah. But, <laughs> But yeah, I'd be lying if I said there wasn't some sort of like pedestal that they put you at and they they hold you to always be this perfect thing and always see the world how they see it. Um, And so that's ultimately why me, I'm I'm trying to push that aside a little bit. I'm always going to have that like pop stuff. But I think what I'm trying to do, like as far as like making hip hop music back to like what I wanted to do when I was like 15 um that that is like that is a culture that of course all cultures have like their uh toxicity levels but like um there's i don't know it's like are you gonna be a people pleaser and if you are like who are you who do do you really respect and and like i don't know like i don't know i i I see what sean's saying and I, i think anyone who disagrees with his statement uh has never put out a song in their life and doesn't know what that's like to receive your your worth in numbers. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I do just want to point out agree. that like I love your mind. Like you are the same age as me, and you like literally think so much deeper than like 
I could ever even like think about. It's like you just have a really cool mind, so I wanted to put that out there. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I I don't even know, dude. I I just try to say what I'm thinking, <laughs> and I don't know if it comes out as intelligent or not. But I think well, it I definitely know. does. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, you can tell that like it's authentically just like how you feel, and I feel like that's rare to talk to people like that. You know, like you're just saying like you mean what you say, <laughs> you know, and there's a lot of people who will say you. things say because they think it's what people want to hear. Hello, I don't know what just happened? Oh, am I? <laughs> Are we good? I'm good. Are you all I'm good? good. Yeah, okay, that, that, that's one of those little things that we'll we'll cut that piece out. We'll cut it, <laughs> Just cut a it piece, out. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, um, sweet. All right. So um, I know one thing actually. I'm kind of kind of throw it back to last year a little bit. I know that you like had your first headlining show, right? Like at the very beginning of 2020. Yeah. Um. How how was that like different than what you've experienced before? Uh well. I mean, even even based on the la- like the last question you asked, like I was even thinking about you know one of the parts of being like in the band and all that that I that that I didn't really like as much was the fact that I wanted to say a lot during the interviews and a lot of the interviews they just didn't get, really give you a platform to speak on anything because I I don't know I think people think that you know we're just like dumb kids or whatever or whatever and honestly we are but like. um but the uh like I don't know I've always been more outspoken about you know like social issues or or just stuff that I see that 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 I I feel like could be changed and and wanting to speak on certain things and a lot of times in 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 media training and and just like people who um are in the business or, or at labels or whatever they'll they'll try to keep you away from those things because you know you never talk about politics you never talk about religion you never talk about uh race you never talk about like all these different things um but then when i look at like my favorite artists like one of like my favorite artists of all time is tupac and like if you've ever seen a tupac interview he goes in on like everything and like when we look back at like back in the day you know you you would say this is what people's perception was it was like oh this guy like he thinks he's blah 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 or whatever um, but now, like after he passed away, everyone's like, wow, like one of the most like prophetic and like prolific figures of our generation. Like he was so like intelligent and all this stuff. When if cancel culture was alive back then, if, if, if you had the Internet back then, that man would have been on every headline. Like, <laughs> what did he say? There's no way. Like, get this man off of here. And so I feel like with with the band and all that. One, it, it was a good practice and it was it was a good way to like like I think if I just went in there and said everything I think it would have gone worse than if I was to do it now <laughs> and so bringing it to getting a chance to do my first headlining show I just I was so excited and I, I was a little bit too excited because I, I ended up doing an hour-long show and i <laughs> would never done that before <laughs> so I but I, I did it. Um, it didn't go perfectly, but I had an incredible 
um, support, support there and what was whether it was the fans or, or the people from my city that I locally have worked with and, and you know, kind of grown up with, um, there was a lot of people that support me. And um, it was just insane, man. Like, you know, getting that chance to, you know, you have the control and you can say whatever you want. You can tell your story. And that show, I mean, it was the first day of the decade. And so I think about that a lot and I'm like, wow, like that, for that to like kind of set the tone for what this decade might be for me, it, it's just always been such a staple, like in my mind of like, oh, like 2020, I was like, that is like the moment that I, that I think about. And um, it was a very like small, like humble, like, but like just full of energy and life type of show. And we had this amazing meet and greet where... Um, we had stations for the fans and so they would come in and like we had like a Rubik's Cube station and then we had like they would draw these like messages on these puzzle pieces and then like we had a uh, oh, I forget what it was they were, but they're like my family was there and they were going around my mom was helping out all the kids and then like they yeah. would come to the uh, table where I was and bring me gifts and then we take pictures and I would sit down and we do a Q&A like a press conference almost like it was the coolest thing ever and so That's awesome um definitely hard to say goodbye to that two months after that show yeah um, but you know what like when we get back out there like I look at it like it's a basketball that you just like push underwater like you push it down far enough when you let go it's, it's just gonna, gonna fly yeah that's such a good, like, metaphor. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm like, that's such a, like, the perfect way to put it, I think, with, like, everything, you know, once it, like, I literally said to my friend the other day, I was like, the second I can safely travel again, like, you're never going to see me. Like, I'm not going to be in one place. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to go. I'm going to pack a bag, you know, put my stuff in storage, and I'm just, I'm out of here. Like, I just, yeah, I feel you. you know? <laughs> I don't know if you know yeah. it, but Maya practically lives on the road. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, so it's interesting, like, not to, like, talk about me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, like, when I, so obviously, like, I've always loved music and shows and stuff. And then when I was in college, I was deciding, you know, I originally wanted to be a social worker. And then there was a big part of me that was like, no, I really want to work in the music industry. But I didn't, didn't really know. And my way of figuring that out was I decided to spend an entire summer just traveling and going to as many concerts as I possibly could. And I was like, after that, if you like, if you can't picture yourself doing anything else, like, then you know that you have to just like, go do it. And I got home and I like, I told my mom and I was like, hey, I'm, I'm moving to LA. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a job. I'm yeah. going. What so what were your favorite shows that you went to? Like, if you had to pick a top three. Um, well, my first love is always Justin Bieber. I mean, he's the reason I uh, became, like, a fan of anything. Like, he got me, you know, got me to love music and enjoy being a fan. And um, so I saw him at Madison Square Garden that was like a bucket list thing and I was like front row and I was just like Which tour? Doing it. Um it was Purpose Tour. Woo! 
best yeah, album. It was, it was, and it was the last show of like that leg of the tour, and it, it was just like a very special moment. So that will always like probably be my number one concert that I've ever been to. Um, I also I love Five Sauce, and I love seeing them live. And there was one show in particular in like a tiny town in Washington State, which is where I'm from. And it was like the most random city they could perform in. And for some reason, like half the floor like wasn't sold out. And so halfway through the show, they get up and they're like, hey, if you're sitting at the top, we want you all to fill the floor. We don't want any empty space. And the security was like freaking out. But it was like a really cool moment because he's like a bigger artist. And they were like, no, screw the seats that you have. Like, Get yeah. Here. Like we're just gonna rage together, and so that was also like a really fun, fun show for me. Um, I would say those two, my favorite. But yeah, I don't know. Like, those are good so, guys too. So I was gonna say, like, I think another question that we got from one of your fans would be, uh, who is your like your biggest inspiration? Inspiration. And I'm pretty sure that I have an idea. I mean, my my biggest inspiration right now is Tupac, straight up. I mean, I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm just looking at what he, what, what he did and, and how he did it. And, like, you know, he just moved with such a purpose. And, and the stuff that he said was just, like, um, I, I don't know. I, I, really, I really hope to be like that one day. And I, I hope to make an impact like he did one day. Um, and I don't know, like, other than that, man, I mean, there, I've had a lot of in, inspirations that have guided me through certain parts of my career, honestly. Like, I, I couldn't sit here and tell you, like, there's an end-all, be-all. But right now it's Tupac. When I was 15, it was Logic and J. Cole. When I was, uh, when I was 14 and 13, it was Eminem and Jay-Z. When I was like 16 17 it was like Kendrick and like so I don't know like it, it just it always changes and I always find myself in these different phases of different artists but if I if I could really pick anybody it, it would be Tupac I think just like I don't know I listen to his music and I'm just like like wow like you said it and like like it's it, it it's something special I think also when I can play a rapper and my mom likes it, like, and <laughs> some of the stuff, like, Keep Your Head Up, and, like, um, Dear Mama, and uh, Me Against the World, like, I can play those in the car, and she's, like, she's, like, vibing out to it, and so, like, <laughs> like, I can put, like, Kendrick in there, but, like, she, like, that's, like, too, like, rappy, rappy for her, so, like, when he's just, like, like all that like he's just like all right like i feel like i'm being like punched in my ear like (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so like if you had to like let's say if you okay i'm trying to figure out how to word this question like if you had to pick a current artist that you would listen to right now who would you say like like you listen to the most dang current artist I'm gonna go to my music right now. Well, I listen to a lot of my music. <laughs> really I mean, that's good. good. I mean, he's, I mean, Big L's another one of them, but he is not alive. Um, rest in peace. Uh, Freddie Gibbs. Uh, Joey Badass. Um, oh, yo, 
I I really like folklore. The Taylor Swift. Okay. Album. I think uh, that album. Yeah, sick. I. We literally, we both like we're both pretty big Taylor fans. Um, yeah. 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 I've always been. I always <laughs> liked like a couple songs of hers. Like, there's always been like that one or two that I'm like, I'm like, all right, yeah, this is tight. But my sister, my little sister Erica, is a big fan of Taylor Swift, and like she was just playing this album like when we were in the car, and I was like, I was like, wow, like, and we were, we were driving, and it was like the the sky was gray, and it was rain. Oh, we live perfect. In, we live in Shaker, where there's like all these trees, and so I was like, yo, like this is crazy, <laughs> and so like we were just listening to it, and I was like, wow, like, like honestly, this is a really solid project, and there's like a on Disney Plus, they have like a video of her performing all them acoustic. Yeah. We've been watching that too. Like I, I think this last stuff and and even the uh, it's Evermore, right? Like that other one yes. she put out. Like she's yeah, she's put out some great stuff and like so that's been another thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the timing of Taylor releasing Folklore just made so much sense. Like. It was the, or at least for me, like, the album came out exactly when I needed it, and it was exactly what I needed it to be. You yeah. know, like, it was, not, you know, nothing too, like, happy, and, like, like it's the perfect, this is gonna sound really sad, but it's, like, the perfect album to, like, lay in your bed and cry to. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, and sometimes you need to do that, but, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I feel you. I would go as far as to say that as many concerts as I've been to, I feel like probably the one Taylor Swift concert I went to is probably for sure in my top three, if not the best one. Wow. Yeah, she's she's a she's a fun performer. Like every tour, I feel like it's like a whole you know a whole production. Like it's it's a show, you know, not just a concert. Like it's yeah. an actual show, which is cool. But. Um, I do want to uh, show a little bit of spotlight on your song. Um, is that that's, uh, with you and mine is your first single, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I did see a question that was like, "How long did it take you to write that?" So, like, if you wanted to talk about with you and mine. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I, dude, that song. I was just, I was just like listening to it. Yes. So a lot, a lot of what I do is like. Um, during this whole time, like I have this room right here and I'll move this chair to the side and I'll play my songs and, and figure out a set list for like, who knows when someone calls me like, yo, Madison Square Garden tomorrow. I'm like, all right, perfect. I'm ready. Um, <laughs> dude, like, I, I don't know, man. First of all, I'm just so proud of that song. And, uh, the way that it came to me, I mean, it it was the most like, probably like it was probably the most like spiritual like writing process like ever I, I i mean i just remember you know after all the news stories hit and, and you know you see the george floyd thing i was just like i just sat in my bed right here and i was like i was like god i don't know what i don't know how but i just want to say something like whatever that is um and three weeks later i was in l.a and I was sitting down and I, I was like, you know what, I'm going to make a beat. And mind you, I, I almost never make beats it's like that. Like that just doesn't usually happen. And so I start off and I'm, I'm, I'm playing this like drum 
No, it wasn't even that. I think it was a. Uh, I think it was like the keys first. I was like dun 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 dun. I was like, okay, that's cool. And then I just like soloed the drums on. I was like, and I just had that loop, just those two tracks, and. Like, immediately, the first thing that came to my mind was, if I'm being honest, I'm tired of seeing bloodshed on the doorsteps of these young men, but how can I defend? And I was like, whoa! I was like, I was like, whoa, we're going there. And I, I, I just remember, like, the way that I write it, it's like, it's like four bars, four bars, four bars, four bars. And I was, like, just going, like, line by line and trying to fill it out like it was, like, almost, like, on a grid. And there was just so many rhymes that were coming into my head, and I just had so much to say that usually songs can take me like I, I just did this one song that I just finished now that I started at the beginning of quarantine last year so like sometimes they can take me a long time and I'll, I'll find like one line here or two lines here or I'll have a spurt and I'll just have like I'll finish the whole thing or I'll have like eight lines or whatever but this one it was I just kept like I was just like locked into it and this was one of those songs that kind of how I was talking about earlier, I didn't share with anybody. I didn't rap it to anyone. I didn't show anybody until it was done. And because I knew, I was like, if I show this to someone and they give me the reaction that I don't want to hear, like, I this is too good and I can't um, sacrifice this. Because this, I, I just felt like it needed to go somewhere. And I was like, I'm not going to do this until I see the end. And the whole writing, pro it, it took three days. So... The first day I got like probably up until um, I'm trying I'm trying to think I I'm not gonna remember the exact line that I got to but it was about like a quarter to two like two thirds not nah, like one third of the way in and the next day I was like I would just like duck to the bathroom or I would go on a walk or whatever and I had my headphones in and I would just like get more lines and I would put my laptop up on the desk and I would just like rap along and try to get as much as I could before I went to bed and then I would wake up and, and I remember the last day I was at a friend's house and she had a piano at her house and I all my other friends and they were like talking or whatever in, in the kitchen and just like <laughs> like the piano's like right in the kitchen um so like I was just like behind the piano playing these chords kind of mumbling to myself and I had my laptop out um on top of the piano and all my friends are just like having a whatever time and I'm just in there like, like, and I was just like writing and finishing this thing. And I remember the line came to me and I was like, I was like, I was like, Elijah McClain orchestrated the string section with you in mind. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's how I end it. And so I put that at the end and then I was trying to fill up all these different points. And I was sitting at the piano, like playing it and rapping it. And all of a sudden I, I it was just like, boom, 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 boom. I was like, oh my gosh, I did it. I was like, guys, guys, guys. <laughs> we all went into uh, her room and I played the beat and I rapped it to them. And we had this whole like hour and a half long conversation about all that. And, and what, what really stuck out to me and what made it so special was that everybody had a different part of the song that connected with them. Everyone was like, yo, that line that you said, like, wow. And, but then the other, my other friend, it was like, well, I love when you said this part and Obviously, I have my favorite parts, but there's so many people who are like, who will like come up to me and tell me like, 
the different lines and it's always a different one, which I think is like so cool that I don't know. I, I personally feel like that is like my best, most focused like piece. And, and I think the fact that, um, I don't know, I didn't have to curse to get my point across, like any of that. And, and just the way that it came and, and I was, it was just so perfect. And, um, I got to work with some people who I've been looking up to for years and that, and that being, um, the guys who are in Machine Gun Kelly's crew, Slim and Bays. I went to the house and recorded it and uh, with my little demo. And they uh, just brought it to life and made the beat like so much sicker. And then the string section. Oh, man, I, I got to give so much credit to John Lindahl for helping me out with that. Uh, and we, we, yeah, man, that, that's just a special song to me. So, um, yeah, but the whole the whole process with the string section and all that, it was like, unfortunately, it was like months, but I feel like it came out at the right time um, for, you know, like right before the election and all that. So, yeah, it's definitely an important and special song. The, the message is really, really good. I think that every time I listen to it, something else sticks out. Like, like, like I've listened to it a, a couple of times over the past couple of weeks. Wow. And just like every time it's like something different. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a big compliment. I love that you're not scared to make music like that because, like, I mean, we were saying, you know, I feel like a lot of artists would stay away from that, you know, don't want to get political, don't want to do that. And I feel like it's needed for people to be like, no, like, we should be talking about these things. We should be making music about this stuff, you know. Um, So I applaud you that thank you very much um yeah i i don't know i, I think you know it's, it's easy for me to to say whatever about like oh like i wish more artists did this or whatever but honestly like i also don't want someone to say something that they don't really feel and if, yeah. and if you're not in a position to be a voice and and you don't feel like in this instance you have a part of the conversation to, to add. Um, I don't know. Like, there, there's other ways to do it. Like, I, I wouldn't say that, like, oh, like, I I did, I spearheaded this. Like, like nah. Like, it's, no. it's not that at all. Um, I just think that, I don't know. It's, it's something that personally has affected me, not just this last summer, but, like, my whole life. And, you know, being in the genre that I'm in and, and noticing all these things and, like, I just felt like I had a lot of ammo stacked up and I felt like it was my position to say something about it. Um, and so, yeah, I, 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 I hope artists can do it more. Um, but you know, if not, like I'm here, like I'll do it. <laughs> like, you know? And I mean, it is what it is, but, uh, I don't even know what I'm going to say next, but <laughs> yeah, it's a really good song and I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely something to be proud of. Um, Maya, do we have some more questions? We had some more questions. I wrote them down. Um, let's see. <laughs> some of them we kind of already um, touched on. Yeah, I just, I just like, kind of like threw some oh, out that I like, memorized. Um, what is the moment you knew like the music thing was for you like was there a point where you were like okay I gotta do this 
Yes, it was uh, when I was 15, and um, I was I was a freshman in high school. And I was a sophomore in high school, and I I just moved from Virginia to um, no 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 it, that that's I'm lying I'm lying. The moment that I knew <laughs> I wanted to do it, uh, the moment I knew I wanted to do it, I was at a concert. My first concert ever was. Um, J. Cole, 2014, Forest Hills Drive. Um, that show, and I, I had been making music before that, and I had been, like, making songs and releasing them, but when I saw that show, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, there's no doubt in my mind. I was like, I saw him up there just, like, commanding this amphitheater and just, like, the presence that he had and, and the way that he did it. And it wasn't like, I'm up here, look at how sick I am. It was like, it, it just felt like it felt like he was one of us and mm -hmm. that idea of it just like brought like it brought me so much inspiration and so much drive to do exactly that and so that yeah that was it when i when i saw j cole when i was uh 15 years old that was it amazing um, um let's see do we know Wait. i have another one <laughs> do okay this one's also funny but you go sawyer i was gonna say do you have an idea of no we can expect okay <laughs> there we go i i i know i know their questions bro <laughs> you do literally that was one of the, that was another one no i don't i wish i did but like i i like i said before i don't I'm not the type to tease a bunch of stuff. I'm not the type to do any of that. If I know it's good, like like there is this one song that I have that um that's just so sick. Like I I think it, I, I know it's gonna come out. So like I I had no like on live I played like a little little like probably like ten second clip of it. Um, but I wasn't even rapping in it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I have a I have I have a bunch of stuff I'm working on, and I, I can't. You know, dive into it just because you know I, I want to put out what I want to put out, and I don't want to promise people something that I will eventually change yeah. my mind on. But uh, yeah, I don't know when you can expect new music. I'm trying to I'm trying <laughs> to record soon. I'll tell you that. But yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's actually a really really good answer. Um, it was really funny how you executed your you, answer. You, did. <laughs> <laughs> you you knew exactly what where that was going. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm totally gonna change the topic here with this question, but I just <laughs> um, if you could be an animated, like any animated character, uh, who would you be? <laughs> it's kind of a random question, but somebody asked it. <laughs> it's very random, but it's also very me. Like, so. Dude, I don't know why. <laughs> like the first thing that came to my mind was Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I just think of being in the clubhouse with all my boys and just like That's... having a ball. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Um, That's... Maya, did you want to ask? Know... Uh... I don't know what. I'm... Well, now I'm trying to think what anim animated character I would be. <laughs> I'd probably be Stitch. Is he animated? Yeah. 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 Maya. Right? <laughs> Maya, did you. You just asked if Stitch was animated. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. 
No, it's not. Like, Stitch is real. Like, that's an actual (laughs) animal. Like, (laughs) oh, Lord. No, I just feel Um, like me and Stitch have a lot of similarities. Like, I get him. Like, the color blue? He would get Yeah, like, I was about to say the color blue. Yeah, I don't know if you can tell, but uh, I really like the color blue. Um, No, but also, like, he's just, like, he's hyper and, like, I don't know. I feel like I just, I get him. Yeah, he's a cool guy. (laughs) <laughs> um maya you have you have faith's question um i don't know if you heard it earlier but our friend faith uh faith there's like loves you a lot so she says hi she's amazing and i love her and i can't wait to see her um and anyone else who listens to this too uh i'm i'm hoping to get back and doing shows and stuff um but yeah yeah shout out faith um I mean, I guess we kind of talked about this a little already. Um, I think we kind of did. But her question um, was about with you in mind, and it says, with the platform you have and after releasing the song, how does it feel knowing you've possibly changed several lives with your voice and point of views? Um, Dang, dude. Yeah. This is a new question. <laughs> That's a wild question. I mean... Obviously, it's it's flattering and whatnot to think that, oh, like, something I did, blah, blah, blah. But I, honestly, if I look back, I, I couldn't take credit for that whole thing. Like, like I said, dude, I, I that was something, like, I prayed about, bro. So, like, I don't think I could sit here and, and say, like, oh, like, ah, I did this, like, amazing thing. And, and like, I, I changed the world and shit. Like, <laughs> um. <laughs> Honestly, I I think it's amazing and and I I look at that song as like I don't know. That's like an example of me just being a vessel. I feel like and me just me being the the instrument that um God wanted to play in that moment and he was like, "Here's the words and the music. Take it cuz I know that you're going to do the, do a good job with it and you're going to feel it the most." And so yeah, that that that's the best way I can put that, and I I just feel like the the realest stuff. I don't know. It it always resonates, and it, it doesn't always have to be, you know, about politics or whatever. But like, I don't know, man. That that that's something I I can't. I just can't take all the credit for. I I I know in my heart that that it wasn't that I wasn't just like sitting there and like i'm gonna do this thing and it's gonna like it wasn't planned like i did, I wasn't gonna put out music for like a year and the fact that i i wrote that and knew i had to put music out you know so yeah yeah that's that's a good like cool perspective um i had another one actually we're going we're kind of going back and forth between serious and not serious <laughs> topics and i don't know if oh, that makes any sense for no, it does. People, people hour. need people need breathers, bro. You need yeah. You need <laughs> um, somebody, and this this could be like the last question if if you're down. But um, someone asked, I can't remember who, but they asked if uh, you have any hidden talents. Hidden talents. Um, hidden talents. Oh, dude, I can chug a glass of water like mad fast. <laughs> 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 like mad fast like, like 
dude, like, you don't understand. I, I'm a very fast eater. Like, I don't, like, people, people will say, like, oh, I eat so fast. Like, no, you don't. Like, like, trust me. Like, you, like, dude, I would, I feel like I would win so many food competitions. And, like, I know, like, people look at me like, oh, you're, like, some skinny guy. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, I eat, man. And, like, <laughs> luckily I have this, like, crazy metabolism at 21 years old. But, like, and I know it's going to go, like, down the drain, like, in a couple years. But, like. Man, like I, I need to get some, I need to get some food competitions out of, out of me before I start gaining a bunch of weight. Cause like, I don't know, man. Like, dude, I, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, also I'm 21, so I can talk about this too. Like, um, when uh, sometimes like when when I'm at like a party with my friends or whatever, we'll like shotgun. Like, I've been, dude, I've been like, like feeling like, dude, I I got mine in like, I think like two seconds something like that oh my god like Dang. dude they don't they, you don't get it like yeah <laughs> i'm a different breeze that, that'd that's, be my hidden talent for the moment that's insane yeah and now i'm just like like a crazy. pie eating contest like that's i i don't what know eating, i could probably do hot dogs contests are there like i could do hot dogs or i could do like i don't know like maybe like um uh, burgers or something like dude like i went to the i went to this place called swenson's it's in ohio recently and i was on this like 21 day like like only fruits and vegetables uh fast type thing i went to this place called swenson's and it's like this burger place i got four burgers and just like crushed them like no problem like (laughs) and then i had ice cream afterwards so like one it was like a reward but like I don't know. You don't. You don't want to see me in, you know, on the eating side, if you want to. Keep <laughs> <it>. <laughs> hey, that's so a, funny. That's a fun talent to have. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's cool. See, that's Honestly, a party like, trick. I don't know if it's as much of a party trick, but like, <laughs> like I'm like, hey guys, like, yo, look at all these hot dogs. Like, I'm about to eat all. Of, like, like no, like, I mean, like the shotgun thing. Yeah, I guess. That could pass, but uh, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can do a. Let, let me think. Oh, dude, I mean, I guess this isn't this isn't hidden, but like, I love to whistle too, and so like a lot of times, like when I would like, I I'm trying to learn to sing as as well as I can whistle, because like I don't know whistling. I've done it so much more than singing and practicing it more, just because it doesn't require as much uh, pressure. You know, like, and I feel like that's also why I have a stronger falsetto than I do chest voice, because, like, it's quieter, so you can sing more and, like, not feel like you have to, um, I don't know, like, impress a bunch of people. Like, you, you, you can do it and no one hears you. So, like, I've always whistled my whole life, and, like, I don't know, that's always been something I've, I've been pretty strong at, so that would be one, too. Well, you can't okay. just say that and not give an example. I mean, bro, like, let me see. All right. Let's see if y'all remember this little tune.
I know it. <laughs> Yes, yes, right? I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. All right, what it's is Robin it? Hood. Yes, Robin sir. Hood. We've had this conversation in DMs before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had that. I posted that video of the, the show and you replied. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I wish so... I could whistle. You can. Everyone can. No, no. I used to be able to when I was little, but I could only whistle inwards, not Oh, I mean, word. that's possible. That's, that's I can... how I do it. Like, yeah, I mean. Like, I had to, like, suck in. <laughs> yeah, that's how I whistle. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm good at, I'm, I'm as good as Connor, but I, I, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty good at whistling. But I breathed in, which is really weird. I, I don't think I could get any sounds to come out. <laughs> I would just look stupid, so I'm not going to try. <laughs> I mean. Just blowing air. I mean, like. <laughs> I, I don't know. I kinda, I put the edges of my tongue on the edges of my teeth. I do really do. And so it's like it's like this little U. I don't know if that helps at all, but that's what I do. We're gonna hang up, and I'm just gonna sit in my room, and I'm just gonna like spend hours. <laughs> well, it's gonna be to like it's <laughs> just gonna be blowing air. <laughs> Dang. Um. Well, we have. I think come to the end unfortunately because connor is like someone that i feel like we could probably talk to for literal hours um so maybe if enough of you guys like let us know if you like this one or not then we could have him back on the show one day that would be really cool um thank you for joining us it was definitely an interesting conversation yes thank you guys for having me man it's it's nice to be able to do something during these times and if anyone's listening to this and likes what they hear, if you don't know who I am, uh, check out my, don't check out my Instagram, but check out my <laughs> Spotify, my Apple Music. There it's you like go. Michael Smith. Yeah, where can, well, yeah, I was going to say, where can they find you at, but <laughs> just yeah. Michael Smith. Um, yeah. I know I said we were going to end, but I do want to add, I love that remix that you did to the 21 Pilot song. Oh, dude! Thank you. That was that was one of my favorite. I don't remember what what it's called. What was it called? Do or die. Dude, dude. Okay, this is gonna be my fanboy moment. Half a second, just before we hop off. I don't know if you <laughs> saw it or not, but I like you did this thing on Twitter or something, and you were like, draw something or draw me something something along those lines, and mm -hmm. I drew a violin. I don't know if you saw it. I think you liked it on Twitter, maybe, but. I That's must do. Cool. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't remember because that was a long time ago. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was amazing. Um, I mean, well, I mean, I can grab it. It's right here. Oh snap! <laughs> this is gonna be awkward, but whatever. <laughs> Oof! My uh, talk while I grab it. Um. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I hadn't checked out your music until this morning. Oh wow! Um, sorry about that, but all good. You know, maybe well, better late than never. You're right. Okay, yeah, and I don't, I'm I don't back. know why. I don't know why I hadn't. To be honest. So <laughs> it's not the best, but 
Um, so basically, it has like. Oh, I feel like I recognize that. That's sick, bro. Probably. I I did like the puzzle piece and stuff too. So. Wow. It was it was fun. So it was sick. Well, I used to draw a lot more, but I feel like I feel like I could do animated stuff better than really. Dude, same, bro. I've been trying to get back into it too. Like, I I realized like, okay, last thing, <laughs> last <laughs> people, okay, everybody like, if I was to go, if I was to draw or whatever, if I told you like, oh, I just drew a picture, like you would most likely be like, oh, is it any good? But like, if I was to go on a walk. And come and I came back and I was like, "Yo, I just went on a walk." Would you be like, "Oh yeah, yo, like, are you any good at it?" <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, I just went for me, right? I just went on a walk because I needed to, whatever. Like, it, that's like it's a so common right. thing. Um, and so when it comes to drawing or making music or anything, it, so much of it is just like having a good time. It's not, like, I know people may listen to my stuff, may listen, like, with you in mind and be like, oh, shit, like, I gotta, like, make some, like, world-changing, like, message-driven, like, like, nah, dude, like, that may not come to you when you're trying, like, I had a lot of fun making that song. Telling that story, you can probably tell I did. Mm -hmm. Just going into it, being like, I want to have fun, will guide you to your best shit and stop trying to be good at everything and just like have fun doing it if you're blocked you know that'd be the last thing i have to say and uh this is definitely important <laughs> no yeah. i mean it's so you're so right <laughs> I, I just no i feel like like we stop ourselves from creating things because we're scared it's not going to be good enough and it's like that takes away the whole point of why you're creating it in the first place. Hundred percent. So. Yeah, really and I think that's a great point to end it on. <laughs> Sweet. Um, uh, like, uh, wait, what'd you say? Nothing. Nothing. I'm not gonna keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, you literally are so easy to talk to, and that's that's really cool for a podcast. So, so thank you for that. Thanks, man. But. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you go check out Connor's stuff. Um, yes, even his Instagram. <laughs> and um, if you want to check out Maya and I's stuff, it's also linked in the description of this podcast. And I think this may be the first one that we upload to YouTube, which would be pretty cool too. Um, so yeah, we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Peace. Bye. <laughs>